Hey friend, if you want to feel at peace instead of in a panic, hopeful instead of defeated, and confident that you're living according to God's plan for you, I invite you to jump on a free 15-minute discovery call with me. This session will help you get clarity on how to create more time for the things that matter most to you. Find out what Christian life coaching could do for you. No strings attached. Head right now to gracefilledleader.com slash workwithme. That's gracefilledleader.com slash workwithme to grab your slot. Welcome to the Grace Filled Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever but never really feel good enough no matter how much outward success you achieve? Do you want more time for the things that matter most? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, certified Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. But no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. My life changed when I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you time management, self-care routines, and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to become fueled by grace and free from people-pleasing, if you're ready to multiply your time and impact as a Christian woman in leadership, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast. Today we're talking about perseverance through challenges. This past weekend, I and many of my team members were the medical support team for a local marathon. We do it every year. And every year it inspires me to see runners of every shape, size, and ability out there persevering through the ups and downs that come with running a long race. Some are first-timers and some have done more races than they can count. And despite the unique challenges that come with training and each race, they keep coming back for more. They have experienced the reward that comes from persevering. And most of those who have done it more than once will tell you that the true blessings come in the journey, not so much the finish line. Sure, there's nothing like crossing the finish line. It's a moment of personal accomplishment and, for me anyways, emotional release, confirmation that you can do hard things. But where you really encounter the presence of divinity is in the journey. The training runs when you're alone in creation and something greater than yourself gets you through the moments when your lungs and your legs want to give up. I love the real and the metaphorical way that a race reminds us about life as a Christian. Many times in the Bible, our life as a Christian is described as a race. 
we are training for the eternal prize that awaits us. And each day presents new challenges that test our dependence on our power source. We know that God has provided the path that we're supposed to take, but sometimes we take detours and we we mistakenly think that we are the source of our strength. In those moments, we stumble and discover the finite nature of our own human endurance. But when we stay the course God has laid before us, we discover His infinite power to restore us and get us through the darkest moments. Sometimes we don't know it when we're in it, but we see it in the rear rear view mirror. The ways in which God has been present through the entire journey. If we're confused or uncertain of our steps and we want to better understand how we are meant to run this race of life, the Bible actually gives us our instruction. There are three principles when it comes to running the race that God has set before us. And it's actually pretty clearly laid out in just the first two verses in Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews 12 verse 1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance that race that is set before us. What do we learn in that verse? Well, first of all, we have to remember that we aren't in this alone. Not only do we have powerful examples in the Bible of people who have followed God's call on their lives in spite of the apparent impossibilities and difficulties that would come with it, but we have people around us today that are running the same race. Much like a marathon, you are not alone in the race. You are surrounded by other people who are headed the same direction and are following the same course. You see runners encouraging other runners along the course, reminding them when they struggle that the finish is within reach and that they can get there. There are spectators cheering and offering sustenance sustenance along the way. Christians are meant to make this journey together, and we draw strength and encouragement from each other. Seeing the powerful examples of faithfulness around you can give you the courage that you need to keep charging ahead. Now, not only does this verse tell us to persevere in life with the encouragement of others, remembering that we're not alone, but it also gives us our second instruction in how to run the race set before us. It tells us what we need to do in order to keep plugging along on the correct path. It says that we are to lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. We can't run the race of life very well if we're bound up in the trap of sin and sinful living. Those things that seem so satisfying in the moment can take our eyes off of the eternal prize and instead keep us fixated on temporary gratification. We are called to live a better way. Life works best when we follow God's word. 
He gave us his instruction, not to deny us pleasure or to trap us, but to free us to run our race with endurance. We can think of our two choices, living in the flesh versus living in the spirit, almost like a pre-race meal. If you fill yourself with junk prior to running a big race, you might enjoy that meal while you're consuming it, but you are not going to be well prepared to be fueled for your run. Your body is going to crash and burn, and your odds of finishing are not quite as good. You will, at a minimum, feel terrible trying. In contrast, if you fuel yourself with a nourishing pre-race meal designed to optimize your energy stores and maximize your electrolyte balance, you are going to perform much better on race day. You will be much better prepared. Romans 8.13 reminds us, For if you live according to the sinful nature, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. And our third biblical instruction in how to run our race of life is to look to Jesus for our strength and endurance. Hebrews 12 verse 2 says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. When we are new Christians, we hear about Jesus in the gospel, but we haven't yet fully experienced the power of his spirit working in our lives. We start out by learning from other Christians and getting into the word, accepting Jesus as our savior, and seeking to understand his character and experience what it means to live in Christ, with Christ living in us. It's like the beginning of the race when you You've done what you're supposed to, fueling in preparation for the race, packing some Gatorade and goo to call on later when you start to get depleted, drawing energy from other runners that surround you and getting reassurance from the spectators. You're mostly still functioning on your own reserves, but you're doing what you're supposed to, but relying on your own fuel. But the hardest part is yet to come. The part when your glycogen stores are used up, your lungs are burning, and your legs want to quit. Your own fuel reserves have run out. You're at mile 20, and some schmo is there telling you that you're almost there. While you don't want to seem ungrateful, that is no longer adequate encouragement. And you think to yourself, brother, I still have 6.2 miles to go, and I am running on fumes. I am not almost there. At this point, no gummy or goo or Gatorade is giving you the energy you need to regain your stride. It takes supernatural strength to just put one foot in front of the other. Like in life, that is when Jesus does his best work. When we are at the end of our rope and cannot bear to carry the weight. He has been there the whole time working in us and through us, ready to do the heavy lifting, but waiting for the invitation. 
When we finally surrender the burden and allow His Spirit to be our guiding force in every aspect of life, that is when we are unstoppable. As we run and keep our eyes on Jesus, God works on us, making us more and more like His Son. And ultimately, He will bring us the ultimate reward. He promises a finish like no other, an eternal life surrounded by His glory. This race of life on this side of glory is merely a blip on the map of what is to come. But He does allow us a glimpse of His kingdom, something we can experience here when we surrender our will and run His race for our lives. And in this race, we can know power that surpasses human understanding, the power of the Spirit that is the only effective and perfect fuel for this race. Paul so eloquently attests to the power of Christ Jesus, his hope, and his commitment despite all that he encountered. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, he says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And in Philippians 4.13, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. That is essentially Paul's gospel message. He can persevere, share the gospel, and be content in any situation, not on his own, but through Christ who strengthens him. So to summarize these three points or instructions for running the race that is a Christian's life. Number one, remember you are not alone. Number two, follow God's word, laying aside every weight and sin. And number three, look to Jesus for your strength and endurance. I encourage you, friend, wherever you are, In your journey, remember this instruction. Remember God's promises. Run the race that God has set before you with the hope that God wants you to have in Jesus. Until next time, I pray God fills you with his hope and his amazing grace. Hey, I am calling all Christian sister friends out there. I am so excited to tell you about an event that's coming this November. Her Renewed Strength Co. is hosting a virtual women's conference for all women of faith. It's 100% free, and we want you there. The Renewed Conference is a virtual experience that exists to empower and equip Christian women to know God more and have boldness in their faith. If you want to grow in your walk with the Lord, if you want encouragement and practical guidance that will help you live out your calling, or if you just want to be healthier and simply enjoy a lifestyle that aligns with your faith as a Christian woman, this week-long virtual conference experience is for you. Click on the link in the show notes to register for free. The first sessions go live Monday, November 6th and continue through Friday, November 10th. Don't wait to grab your slot. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. 
Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.